Hello there. Well, hello there. That was a nice sustained note. Huh? Oh, a sustained note. A sustained note. Yeah. You kind of held that one note for a little while. That was nice. Well, yeah, well. I've been practicing. Oh. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. That was Figaro, Figaro. I screwed it up. Whichever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you fail opera. Brittle world out there. Oh man, that, op- it? that opera world. Yeah, <laughs> man, cutthroat. You know the sound of uh, silence. Was that it right there? That was a question. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I was just gonna warn you that there's gonna be the sound of buble here in a second. But oh lord! Oh, there um, it goes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's Memorial Day weekend, so you know everyone's uh, cracking open a cracking a little buble, something, a little including <laughs> Michael. Maybe. Maybe. Wouldn't it be ironic if he just never touched this stuff? Yeah, he's like, nah. I got enough in my name. Thanks. I, I don't yeah. want to. He doesn't want to open it up for somebody to make that joke. That's the don't whole reason. Don't open that reason. can. No, he didn't want to open that can at all. <laughs> we're here all week, folks. So weird, weird day. Weird day today. <laughs> Speaking of a weird day, on the way here, um, I, I, I uh, coming across. The, I don't know what is that, Tilden. And as I'm approaching the bend, there's a car in front of me that slows down uh, to a stop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no What's turn going in sight, on? right? No, they're just yeah. slow down. I mean, they're slowing down, slowing down, slowing down, and then they come down, down to a stop. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Hmm. And then, and then they, and then a car was coming in the other direction, came around the bend, also slowly. And then they kind of went by, and then the car. And I'm thinking, okay, there must be wildlife. Yeah. Right. So then they, the car in front of me, then then kind of goes across the lane to the other lane to go around whatever it stopped for, and then there's nothing there. <clears throat> right. And then I notice, oh, because I thought, well, maybe there's roadkill or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So then I look. No, there's a. Big, like like, big but very flat, not flattened hmm. yet, but big and flat turtle, tortoise, oh. whatever you call them, there in the road, and and he's much very much alive because he's like every once in a while reaching his head out, and then a car will come by in the other lane, and and he's like, no, freak him out again, yeah. Oh, and now okay. I'm like, what do I do? Do I just try to go over him? Like, so I might, I, I was able to, you could go in a straight line because before the turn. Uh, but then I'm thinking, uh, I don't know, the guy around, in front of me went around him. So then I went around him. Mm-hmm. And then, but there was now like three or four cars behind me. And then they proceeded to go around too. So now we're all going around. But then there's cars coming down the other way. So I'm, I'm like flashing my lights at them because, like, look, 
The international well, signal of watch out for turtle. Slow, yeah. Well, right. I mean, typically it's watch out for, for uh, the fuzz. But <laughs> I, I'm thinking... Turtle cop. Oh, no. The problem is that now if everyone follows the lead of the car in front of me, which I did, they're all going to be crossing into the other lane right, af- right after a turn and potentially be now in the lane of oncoming traffic while they're avoiding running over this turtle. Right. Yeah. So may I, I may have participated, God forbid, I may have participated in a chain reaction that was well-intentioned but eventually leads to like the injury of a human being. And that just goes to show how smart turtles are. I mean, clearly this was... <laughs> This is the beginning of the turtle revolution, and he's like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> if I go out there and I act helpless, they will kill themselves trying to avoid Over, hitting me. <laughs> right. That's what we've come to. That's what we've come to. And it made me think, like, in, an, in, a, in a world where we have uh, these autonomous vehicles, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like, I'm wondering if, if they would, like, if the technology would eventually develop to the point of, being able to see that sort of situation like hey there's a turtle in the road and of mm-hmm. course then they'd be able to communicate with the other autonomous vehicles saying hey by the way like slow down because there's car- like we're, we're dealing with this turtle situation right. but they would say that and you know a data version of that right you yeah know, uh, <laughs> turtle equals uh, true right <laughs> Right. I think we have a show title. But then I don't know whether you like, so in that situation, I think this is like a great, like, would the autonomous vehicles then all agree, like, okay, we're going to stop until this turtle crosses the road? Like, that is the appropriate thing to do. Yeah. Or is there something else happening that is going to necessitate us clearing the path? Like, okay. If the cars decide, okay, autonomously, like this turtle's life is important and it's going and, and, and it needs to clear the road, so we're going to stop. Okay, number one, how long do we stop? I don't know. Yeah. Like that has to be decided upon, right? Uh, like, they have to. Like, is, is the turtle actually moving? If he's not moving, how long do you give him to move? Do you determine like this? This is all assuming that. The autonomous, the you know, the machines think that the turtle matters anyway. That they've been able to spot them, right? Matters, the, right on the on the sort of because because it's going to have to prioritize, right? There's going to be somewhere. There's going to be a list of priorities, like human life at the top, and then like mm-hmm. structural, you know, keeping things from you know banging into something. That would be like next, and then deer is probably in that area, <laughs> and Squirrel. then then like t- turtle is probably. Farther down the list, and that's that's a that's a shame. Oh, so you think a deer but, is below the? You think a deer is above turtle in that? You think? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is because I think that also plays into the whole like keep the car from getting damaged thing. Got it. Whereas I'm the turtle you. may not. I mean, unless it's, it's a really it's bad not, turtle. No, it's um, not damaged. No. Then yeah, it's gonna it's gonna cause you to to sort of jostle as you drive over it, but it's not. Uh, it's not going to cause any damage. I, I mean, it, but here's the thing: this is people are rolling their eyes right now. But in in a world where, it, this to, is to not be a clear, crazy I idea. do not want the turtle to be draw, driven over. I feel that bad. I currently feel bad for the turtle you're talking about, and I haven't never met him. 
So yeah, he's he's probably squished. Yeah, I. I uh, uh, but they I, do I, move I, fast. I've seen these guys move fast. I, yeah, if they like want I said, to. It's, it's a bit of a charade. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, hey, buddy, now's the time to move quickly. Yeah, here, here's the time to out. to bust through those stereotypes that people have for turtles and show them that there's more to you than just being the slow and steady wins the race guy from that one fable. You can actually be, you know, find your inner rabbit, you know, maybe perhaps even find your inner ninja and because, you know, it's there and then take, a, you know, maybe f- do a flip. You know, off of the thing, you bring that bring that ninja out and twoo, you know, get out of there. I, I mean, heroics aside, I think that he. Um, I mean, what I was thinking in terms of eye rolling is that I think there's people listening who are thinking like, why, why are you even worried about this? It's a turtle. Just like you know, just drive. Yeah, no. But I, but but or, or or that people would even care about like prioritizing the turtle over the deer or whatever. But that is going to happen, right? There, there's yeah, going to be. To. Uh, like a committee set up of some sort that that the similar to look there's I forget what it's called you know in in the United States it's NIST um, but there's an international body that agrees upon weights and measures and and things oh, yeah, and they yeah, get yeah. together on a regular basis to to make tweaks and so forth and and, um, and uh, in a world where there's also a committee already established that gets together regularly to talk about what emojis to introduce. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure this is going this conversation is going to happen. Like where does the turtle rank in terms yeah. of the avoidance the so the the automotive avoidance system. Right. Like that undoubtedly at some point in the future, probably relatively near future, that's that conversation is actually going to happen. Now, what I look forward to is the pa- the point a little bit past that, where we start putting the like Jetsons robot arms under the front of the the car. That like when you do run into something like a turtle or perhaps some other bit of helpless wildlife that won't get out of the road of its own accord, they'll kind of scoop it up and put it over on the side, and then you yeah. know, continue on. I see. I think that would be that 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 would be the best. I think. Or maybe and they then just they'll need give it a little pat on the head and say, you know. Or or what they need turtle. is little wildlife bumpers, so that so that along the road, and this never work in Florida. <laughs> like, have like you the ever noticed on the front of trains? <laughs> what have you never noticed in Florida, like how um, how you're just driving down the road and they don't have sidewalks pretty much anywhere except for in developments here, right? Um, yeah. Because they're the developers are obligated by code to install those and for our british friends uh, i'm speaking of pavements they on the main roads there are no pavements there are no sidewalks and and for whatever reason and it's a good thing probably because you'll see these tire marks off the side of the road all over the place Mm -hmm. like people just drive off the side of the road yeah um i don't know i've never seen it anywhere else but it happens here and uh so this would be a problem. What I'm suggesting, what I'm suggesting is putting. No, this would be kind of like a lane bumper, like you, like you know how you, when you're bowling with children, you get the bumpers put oh, in, oh yeah, yeah, so the gut, so they can't they can't have gutter balls. So this would kind of be the opposite. So that would be like keeping the turtles and other things out of the road, mm. so they don't okay. have the ability to cross the road. But but you'd have to also then create little like tunnels for yeah, them, yeah, tunnels or, certain or spots. turtle overpasses. Areas. 
Right, that would be more difficult. <laughs> but it would be but more entertaining, it. though. I mean, <laughs> but they have okay. For anyone who's who's also rolling their eyes again now, I kid you not. In Southern California, I know this is not going to be a shock by saying Southern California, but in Southern California, they have installed bridges not for pedestrians but for mountain lions. Yeah, yeah, that's cool because they because they need to be able to get from because the freeway system has has like disrupted their ecosystem and yeah. You don't want well, mountain lions trying do to cross do something the highway. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that so would, how imagine. awesome would that be? Seeing mountain lions like going over the road oh. while you're going under it—that would be distracting awesome. at all. No, but it'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check it out, mountain lions. I awesome. think you'd have to put some kind of like barrier up so you can't see it, so we don't cause an accident with people like stopping to watch the mountain lion cross <laughs> over. The mountain lion in like the tracksuit with the with the thing that he's like jog- <laughs> he's out jogging today and he's going across the thing. That would be awesome. Oh, look, he's wearing Pumas. Ah! <laughs> I, um, that was good. So I'll let you know later if I see it or not. If you, yeah. So I was thinking the, um, you know, in the in my car, I've got the little radar thing, and it's got icons for different types of cars that are around you. And then it also has icons for not only motorcycles and bicycles, but just pedestrians. Like there's a little dude oh. icon that'll go across your screen if oh. there's a guy crossing in front of you. And I was thinking it'd be kind of cool that you start getting more granular with that and you get you get down to, well, there's a dog, there's a there's a cat, there's a squirrel. And hey, look, there's a turtle. Yeah. And it's or like, a possum. Watch, watch out, turtle. Yeah. That'd be cool. Or if you could make your own icon, like install your own icons, like you can on Waze. See, that would be cool. Yeah, like, yeah select your 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 representation for a, a person. Yeah, that would be cool. Half half skirt, half not like like, like a, a Scotsman or. Oh, they have like on the bathrooms. Like that's that's, that's the, like, oh, the sign like for a unisex, a unisex bathroom. Yeah. In 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 California, they have the so it's like half. It's weird. It looks it's like weird. one of those performance art guys that's like, uh, you know, one side of him is is made up a to mime. look like Sonny, and then the other side of him is made up to look like Cher, and then he's like exactly. switching back and forth, singing I Got You, Babe. Exactly. That would be fun. Somebody has to have done that. I, I can't have made that up just now. You mean hack their uh, system or? No, I've done mm-hmm. that in a performance. Done saying. half and half Sonny and Cher. Oh. Surely. Got to be. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Probably now, multiple. Now people. I want to look it up on YouTube. Yeah, don't that. do don't don't do that. Well not right now. Because we'll just then we'll never come there's no going back from that. That's true. <laughs> In so many ways there's no going just, back from that. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you just keep yeah, that that rabbit hole runs deep. Whew, all the way that, to China. That is a rabbit trench right there. Have you ever looked at those things where um, there there is an app for that where or maybe it's just a website where if you pick a point on the earth and you were to tunnel from that point, it shows you like where you'll pop up. Oh, like straight through the, uh-huh. the earth. Yeah. There was a way back before YouTube even existed. There was a guy that did a daily blog uh, vlog rather uh, named Zay Frank. And one of the things, he would have these little weird contests, and one of the things he had going on was make the earth a sandwich. And basically, what you would do is somebody somewhere would get in touch with a person on the exact opposite side of the planet, and okay. both of them would take a picture at the same time of a piece of bread on the ground, <laughs> 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 so that the earth would be a sandwich. 
<laughs> and so he had this cool little thing that he he coded that you know Come you on. find where you are and then it would show you where the other side of the the earth was from that point but then you'd have to find somebody who would get a piece of bread out and yeah yeah and and somebody finally did it and uh, i can't i think it was in um it was like australia versus like europe or something like that maybe because most the United of the time States, it's, it's going to be water, right? Yeah, exactly. Like nobody I in just, the United States practically would be able to do it because the other side of this is, the, the, uh, is the Indian Ocean. Um, so, but well, how uh, do you figure that? I mean, is it still like round? Is it? Um, yeah, it's it's. Um, I mean, it's from like two thousand. Um, but I think he he's got a he's got him up on on his uh, YouTube uh, channel now. But yeah, this is way before YouTube, there and they're tiny. Site. They're little. It's called the show with Zay Frank. This guy's like, give me a moon. He's like mooning me. This oh. is a um, this is a website called uh, Ant Antipodes Antipodes A N T I P O D E S Map dot com dot com. Um, and I don't know why it's a guy like literally looks like he's attempting to do a headstand but he's got his feet firmly planted on the ground still hmm. and basically his butt's up in the air no uh, I, don't, I don't i don't know how yeah. that helps anything but cool. uh, it's weird uh, yeah it but i mean but, there, right. but there's this thing where so uh i don't know apparently you can't um so you can put your you can put your zip code in I guess your address you could be very specific if you wanted to, and oh no that's not right. Um, oh really? So if I put in three let's see three uh huh and then I hit find. Okay and then so where does that put me? Oh is that his head popping on the other side? <laughs> I think it's his head popping on the other side, and. And I think you're right. It puts us in the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Just yeah. off of the uh, coast of Perth, basically. Well, not just off, but like, you know, a ways off. Mm, yeah, I would think. So I think, you're, I think you're right. Yeah, most of the U.S. would just be out yeah, there in the middle. Maybe, maybe, maybe Maine might hit like Malaysia or something. Maybe, possibly. That's unfortunate. Yeah, there's some bits a, all around the it's edges. Gonna be a very, it's going to be a very wet sandwich. Yeah, yeah, no good. It it's gonna be one of those uh, those kind of like open face roast beef sandwiches where the <laughs> the bread on the bottom is like, why is it even there? Because it's like right. by the time you get to the bread, it's it's like a brown sponge that has disintegrated. Yeah, even in California, you're out in the in the end. In the, in the, there's no there's, yeah. there's yeah, there's just it's a very lot soggy. more water out there. There's a lot of water out there. So, um, that rabbit hole goes deep into a bit of water, apparently. Yeah, it does. It gets really, really (laughs) soggy. Um, Soggy. You know, uh, that that explains why the Japanese word for rabbit is usagi. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. <laughs> if only that was true. That's not true, right? It is true. 
Usagi no, it's is not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That's too convenient. It is. It's almost That's like everything we've it. done has reached to this. Like we deliberately led. <laughs> it's all been a build up just to, to this point. It, exactly. And now we're not it. That's it. Two years of the podcast culminates today. <laughs> U-S-A-G-I. Usagi. Yep. Usagi? He means rabbit. I'm going to so work that into a joke somehow. There's a uh, cartoon oh, about a rabbit samurai called Usagi Yojimbo, which means rabbit bodyguard. But uh, Yojimbo, Jim, Yojimbo means bodyguard? Mm-hmm. Yojimbo. And there's also a Yojimbo. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel and like it's, uh, There's a, a, a Kira Kurosawa film about samurai that's called Yojimbo. Toshiro Mufune. Mufune. But anyway. There you go. That's your Japanese word for the day. I'm so confused. I don't even. (laughs) I can't even. Well, that's because we're we're recording on Saturday afternoon and we don't ever do that. So it's kind of. It's weird, right? It is weird. It's really weird. I don't know why it's so weird, but it is. I, I, there's something about the state of mind that you're in at certain times of day, is, I think. Yeah. Um, and and like I know when I'm working, which is you know rare, but when I'm working and it's and it's like there's certain things I like to do at certain times of day. There's certain like I don't really like to have meetings in the morning at all, oh, mostly because I don't I'm not ready for people. Mm-hmm. But by the afternoon, I've kind of geared up, and I've got about a four hour window. Of time, of tolerance, that yeah. I can do that sort of thing. Um, and then in the evening, like late, I there's a point where I'm kind of done. But if I push past that, then I'm all, and then I'm really like, it's really wired after that. Like, oh yeah, I know what you mean. You know, you know, but like you happens. have trouble going to sleep and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that ha- that happens a lot to me. Like I'll get tired. Uh, at an odd time, I mean, especially if I'm relatively sleep deprived, which is normal. But if I I'll get tired around like it's weird, like eight somewhere between eight thirty and nine thirty at night. Mm-hmm. But it's too it's too early to go to bed. It feels like this, I can't go to bed now. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's like if I go to tell Henry I'm going to sleep and it's eight forty five, he's gonna laugh at me. Like okay, okay, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> whatever, old man. Yeah. Um, but then if I push through, I mean, it's like 10, 10, 15, 10, 30. Now I'm awake again. Right. It's like your body is going, well, I guess we're up. So. Yeah, yeah. Go, I guess, yeah, we're staying up Nothing now. Nothing for like, it. Like, like with train, next train, I'll be here at 1130. Right. Yeah. Like, great. Okay. That. Thanks for that. <laughs> and another thing, uh, time of day thing is if, I, if I'm doing like, like work work, not meetings and stuff, but like doing mm-hmm. a task, like a analysis or a whatever. Um, like the morning is the time for yeah. that for me. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, yep. And uh, it, like even you know, like get a little past lunch, perhaps. But if I am, if for some reason that my morning has been filled up with meetings and I have to start something at like one thirty or two, Mm-mm. it's like I don't get. Nope. Near about the momentum going. No. Nope. If just I wait get till it tomorrow at, all. at that point. Yeah. Just wait till tomorrow. Yeah. That's just the wait. thing. Is like I can sit here and I can stare at it and I can be like, uh, I guess this. Uh. But I mean, I don't know that I'm going to be doing 
like the quality of work at that point is not going to be terribly great. And mm -hmm. so, like you said, if you just wait till the next morning, whatever you were about to do for three hours, you'll nail in half an hour in the morning. <laughs> so, so when I was in college, I, the way that I hacked that, um, because you can't really control your day that much in college where you're taking yeah. courses and you have to take, especially as you're getting higher and higher level, you have to take certain courses and, yeah, and you take them one, one section every three semesters. And so that's it. Whatever you know, it is, you're taking whatever it. <laughs> it is. Exactly. And so, and I wasn't, you know, I would probably get on the average because I was working and interning and going to school full time and I was commuting to school. So it was like, there's a lot of time suck in the day. Yeah. I was probably getting five hours of sleep mm. per night, which I think was fine at that time. Yeah, um, you can do that crap when. But you're I, <laughs> but I would I would but I would nap, but I would strategically nap, and it was a way I like it was a way for me to like hack this. So, um, in the especially like early afternoon, when I would have this period of time where there weren't any classes happening, mm -hmm. that, that's when I had to get. Like study done and stuff, you know, catch Not up sure. on reading and things. And um, so, what I would do is I would I would read or whatever I needed to do for about twenty minutes. Twenty was it twenty or four forty something? Like that. I think it was forty. I would do it for like forty minutes. That's what it would be. I would do it for forty minutes, and then I would take a twenty minute nap. Mm. Like in the library, wherever man, or wherever you were. Like yeah. for me, like I, I, if. I could even be like in a thoroughfare as long as I had a desk that had like the little walls to it of some sort, mm -hmm. like the little like cubicle desk. I could. So when my what I would do is I ideally it's in the library and I would go down to like like the lower level where yeah. no one goes yeah. or something. In the stacks or something. <laughs> exactly. And I would and I and at, at Hopkins, um, Michelle went to school. Uh, they called it the throat level. And their really? their library was weird because their library went. It was all underground. So it was like two floors above ground and everything else was underground. Wow. And I don't know why they called it throat level. There must be some reference. And basically it was the people who had no lives and they just studied all the time. They called it throat. I don't know. Why. I, mm. That's what they called it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the equivalent at, at my school, we had like, which was mostly above ground, but I would still go to the one below. And, mm. um, but it could be anywhere. And I would, I would, I would take my bag, my little, my, you know, my book bag, and I would, I would, uh, wrap it the strap around my leg mm -hmm. so that so that if somebody went to grab it they'd be dragging my leg off with it yeah. too and then i would take my legs and i'd wrap them under the front legs of the chair okay okay like hooking them hooking them under yeah, yeah. Like, right <laughs> then i would lay my head down on the desk you know like kind of like arms across and like yeah. head down like this mm -hmm. forehead like kind of on my forearm so as not to mess up my hair right and right. also not to leave face marks yeah that's that's rough. you don't want to wake up with like your half your face like because you you know because you don't want to be that guy right no no and didn't have we didn't have headphones at the i mean i guess i could have had like a walkman or something whatever it, it wasn't like that we just i just laid my head down and then um I don't know how this happened, but I would just wake up after 20 minutes. Hmm. So I'd sleep for 20 minutes. I kind of wake up in a panic, I think, thinking like, oh, no, it's have I slept too long? I look at my watch. Oh, no, it's been 20 minutes. And then I start 
back to whatever, whatever I was doing. And that allowed me like enough of a cycle that I was able to just kind of always feel like in the game. Yeah. And never, yeah. I never felt like too tired because it was, I just, every 40 minutes I'm taking a nap. So it's fine. Cool. Yeah. That wor- I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. The 20 minute nap is perfect. Is, mm-hmm. and, and I always, I could do, do that thing where if I, if I go over that into mm-hmm. getting like close to half an hour, even like just a little bit more, I guess I've gone into another stage of sleep or whatever. And Something. if I wake up during that, then I'm like, it's like trying to climb out of a swimming pool full of molasses. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and I'm groggy and I'm hating life. But uh, if I can keep it in that 20 minutes, then then I'll be good. I've heard of people taking like coffee naps or espresso naps or something like that, where they will they'll like shoot an espresso and then take a nap, and then by the time the espresso kicks, kicks in, in, it wakes huh. them up and then they're ready to go again. I haven't That's heard of that. Just, That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, I know that uh, my grandfather Pete, when he would need to take a nap and want to make sure that he woke up at a certain time, he would light a cigarette. And put it in his <laughs> fingers at a certain distance from the end that he had figured out how long it takes for that cigarette to burn down and like however long he needed to nap he would extend it that far outside and let it burn down while he was sleeping and it would like burn his hand and he'd wake up <laughs> That's so weird and it would be like, and he, he was somebody that could fall asleep Anytime, anywhere, just by will alone. That's a superpower. No matter what's going on. Like there's there was times like in Korea when he was like, All right, we're gonna assault that hill or whatever. And he would go around and he would check and everybody was ready and they had, you know, thirty minutes before it was go time. So he'd just sit down and take a nap. (laughs) Like right before. That's like Qui Gon Jin stuff. Yeah, that's Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But and then somebody's like, "How can you sleep like that?" He's like, "Well, nothing else to do. I've checked everything. We're all good." (laughs) And they're not like, "No, no, that's not what I'm asking." He's like, "I don't understand. (laughs) Just there's nothing else. Like, why? Why would I not? You know?" It's like I'm like, "How can you?" Right. uh, And uh, I remember back in when, when was it that. When did the attempted coup happen in the Soviet Union against Mikhail Gorbachev? That was August of Gorbachev. August of ninety one. I don't remember the exact. I right, want to say yeah. it's the second or third week. So people can check my math later. I think the third week of August ninety one is what I'm going with. Is when yeah. the attempted coup of Gorbachev happened, and it was the same night. That a hurricane, a relatively weak hurricane, but a hurricane nonetheless, was striking the mid-Atlantic. Oh, okay. And I was in Ocean City, Maryland, and uh, I w- it was the f- first summer vacation where I had I rented my own condo. Ooh, yeah. And Michelle's family was down. It was 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 vacationing there too. And so they were like a block away or something. And I remember uh, this hurricane was going to be hitting overnight. But it wasn't so much, it wasn't such a bad hurricane that they were evacuating or anything. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like a, sort of like a category one or something. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember going to one of her uh, family, like very close family friends. They, they referred to as like uncles and aunts and that sort of thing. Um, went to, it was at their condo and it was late and we're all like kind of watching the news and everybody else had gone to sleep except like her, her one uncle, you know, quote unquote uncle, um, an aunt. And we're like sitting around watching CNN, watching the weather. And, um, and I remember I like went up to the beach once or twice just to kind of see what it was like. And then it was windy, big surprise. And then came back <laughs> um, and sitting in there and watching the news. And I remember her, her, her you know, quasi uncle sitting in this chair with a, I don't know if it was a beer or some sort of drink, something in his hand. And he was. T- but he was, you know, it was like dang. He has like his arm resting on the armchair, the can like in the like in this like the top of the can gripped in his claw like hand shape, right? Mm-hmm. Just resting there. He was sound asleep. He was at one point pretty sure he was snoring. Mm. And I remember looking. It must have been a glass because I remember looking over to his wife and saying. Do we need to worry about that? Like, do we <laughs> should we take that away? Because like, and she's like, "Oh no, no, no! He's he's fine. He's like, he's he's fine. He's asleep, but he, he has this like doesn't look fine. Grip, <laughs> he has a grip on his drink. It's a sleep and, uh, drinker. Yeah, it was weird. And yeah, and then he would wake up like, oh, okay, and take a drink. <laughs> what the heck is happening? I'll never forget that was the strangest thing, but it kind of reminds me of, like you're talking about Pete. Like I'm wondering if if there was this, like maybe 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 he felt it like a little slippage, or, and that's when he woke up. Like oh my god, wake up, take my drink. I don't know. It's weird. Like why wouldn't you just put it on the table? Another thing Pete would do was um, whenever he was taking us down to Disney World, um, we would be since we were doing our uh, trip, it was. Rope dropped to closing um, every day, and we middle of the fourth or fifth day, we would be we would co- go back, and as part of our trip, we would stop by uh, Navarre Beach, Florida, and have like a couple days at the beach, and then go on home, right? And so, what we would do is we would be Epcot would always be our our last day, and we would be leaving out after closing, and he would drive through the night until we got to Navarre Beach and we would be there like in the morning and uh, he would take a nap like while we're all doing our thing at at, you know close to the end he would be in earth station take it there's a little area that's over close to where the ride lets out that that has the windows into the let out area and there's this there was this um, sort of big I don't know what you call it. It's sort of where that window is recessed. You, it was a mm-hmm. big flat sort of area with some of this blue, dark blue tile on there. And he would lay on that and take a nap oh. in the middle of Earth station. And nobody ever bothered him or anything. And he was fine. Um, but, uh, and I guess maybe cast members that saw him were like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But they nobody ever bothered him, and he did it like every year. But what was great is that like, it was one night when he was sleeping there, and apparently two kids had gotten over there, and they were like looking at him, and and, uh, and he said he could hear them. 
you know, like just them farting around close to where he was kind of woke him up a little bit, but he didn't act like he was awake. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, uh, he heard him and he said he was dying laughing because they were like, is he dead? (laughs) (laughs) It just kind of really laughed at it. And, uh, is is he real? Is it a mannequin? It reminds me of that guy. Animatronic guy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He should have been like, you know, like and started like telling a story. It's like, what year is it? Oh, around the turn of the century. Wow. I went into hibernation (laughs) in the year 19. (laughs) Oh, I sure do like being on this airplane earth. Yes. Do they still have sarsaparillas? Ah, we're drinking root beer now. <laughs> what I would give for a nice mulled wine right about now. <laughs> I mean, we blew the fuse. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and, and that's the other thing is like I have a hard time catching any kind of sleep in a public area like that. Like if yeah. if like there's been plenty of times when I've had like an extended layover somewhere and I, I might be like I certainly can't do it in the airport but even if i'm in like the admiral's club or something like that where it's a little quieter a little more um sort of calm and and people kind of don't goof with you or whatever like no one's going to take your stuff and it's unlikely. yeah yeah i mean yeah. i'm not i'm not worried about any of that stuff because you have to give blood samples and everything to get into the place yeah exactly mm-hmm. and um but that's that's i can't even like i can sleep on a plane which mm-hmm. ostensibly that's is cool. less you know, private. that's actually really, that's really actually, that's amazing actually. That you can do that. <laughs> but in this area where I can be off by myself in the corner or whatever, I still, I don't know. I just, I, 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 I won't say I can't go to sleep, but it's going to be difficult well, it, and I'm not going to because you're afraid long. of missing your flight or something. I don't know what it is really. I think it's just the environment. I don't think that I'm, cause I have like alarm set for my flight if I need it. I, I have that even if I don't. Go to when sleep. I would go to, um, yeah, but you have to trust totally the alarm. There's that. You have to trust the alarm. Yeah, I've gotten to where I do though because I, I use it. Well, I don't yeah. know. I I say I use it every morning and I do, but I'm when up I, at six whether I have I'm, the thing on or not. When I have to fly, I will set like at least three alarms on my phone. Yeah, at least absolutely, and I'll check it probably sixteen times. That's when I have the hardest time sleeping. Is when I know I have yeah. to be up for something like that mm-hmm. that's like, why i prefer to to not travel first thing in the morning because it's just too much stress yeah it really is it. and you have to be quiet like don't wake anybody up and blah 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 it's like yeah, the ninja. i hate it um but i i remember when i was when i was interning and then working in dc and taking the mark train take the mark train from uh, what? It's got for the people for, for like the <laughs> two people from Maryland listening. They'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, the the Mark train is M A R C. Was like the Maryland. Uh, I don't know what it stood for anyway. Um, I would take the Mark train from uh, Martin State Airport station to DC to Penn Station in mm-hmm. DC. Um, Union Station, not Penn Station. Union Station. Sorry, um, and then. But it, that was the last stop. Like you couldn't go further than Union Station. That's it. It terminates there. So I could get on the train, and then I would just sleep. I just prop like something up against the window, and I would, mm-hmm. and I would just 
sleep. And 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 I would I would hear every once in a while like the you know they would they would announce the next stop or something like like uh, uh, what was the one station that I was like why how is that possibly the name of this place? Um, it wasn't Laurel. It wasn't. It was like uh, I don't know. It'll come to me later. But um, but I would I would sleep through these most of the time and. Um, and somehow I would just wake up when he said Union Station, and it was fine. Now on the way back, I would still try to sleep because the way back it was you know probably eight o'clock at night or so. But Martin State Airport was not the last station. If I missed that, I'm going up to Havre de Grace, like which is way north, mm. way mm-hmm. north, and there's no getting back at that point. There's no Uber or anything. You know, you're you're done. So. I, I would, would that be like the last train? Like you wouldn't, you couldn't jump, get off. It there was and, maybe it depend on how late it was. Sometimes yeah. there was a later train, but I would, uh, I would still sleep, but kind of like with one ear open, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And and so whenever I heard the the Baltimore stop, that was like the stop before my stop, but it was a good stretch. And there was a tunnel. You had to go through a tunnel, so there was a lot of jostling and like mm-hmm. and, the, and the noise and the lights and stuff. And so it, that did a, an effective job of waking me up. Um, but I remember thinking like like at that when I heard Baltimore, then I I just got up and I actually would get up and go and stand in between the train cars to get because you know, I also don't want to like wait in line or anything. So I would just yeah, get up and go. And, and, I, and I was just kind of fun too. Like I never really thought about like, Oh, what happens if the car derails? God forbid, like right now. Yeah. I think you're more or less not a good no what, spot though. to <laughs> be though. Between the cars, probably not a good spot. I don't know. It might Thinking. be a perfect spot. Why? Like the one car train like, goes oh. one way, the one goes the other way. And you're just kind of like, you just kind of thump down in the, in the <laughs> football, right? Yeah. Thump, slap, <laughs> crunch. Turns yeah, out that's, yeah, that's that's the pro move. It's, turns out the body makes all that. sorts of sounds when it's because nobody wants yeah. to try to try to do that. Yeah, they like probably the don't whole, test uh, that with like test crash dummy things. They don't probably <laughs> don't put them. In. It's like the there there are no scientific studies that prove <laughs> that parachutes save your life because <laughs> in order to do a scientific study, you would have to have a control group <laughs> that jumps out of the plane without the parachute to see if they die or not so there are no scientific studies that that even though we know they do of course they do but you can't conduct an actual scientific study of it because a control group would be murder (laughs) you'd be murdering people who was i talking to about this recently maybe it's better that i don't remember who it was i was talking to somebody recently about dreams of flying were you there with me? Like where, where they they they, 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 they dreamt that they can fly, but in their dream, they 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 use their hands. Like they flap their Maybe arms. Maybe somebody at work. Or yeah, they flap <clears throat> like a bird. Like that. That sounds awful. <laughs> well, I'm thinking. I, I, I oh, I don't remember who it was. It was a work person. So I remember, and they were telling me this. I'm thinking. I said, like, what? Like. What? That's, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Like, if yeah. you're already going to defy the laws of physics in your why dream, are you having to why do work? you have to flap? <laughs> <laughs> why can't you just will it like Superman or something? And, like, why do you have to flap? 
And, and he like, why is your this. brain thinking like, oh, this works? Like I'm cupping enough air with my hands <laughs> that somehow I get the lift. Able to, like, I get the, the lift. lift. Like, what is that? That's not the way it works. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, I feel bad for whoever is sleeping in the bed with them because, like, if, if for some reason yet. you have one of those nights where your body hasn't turned that off yet, <laughs> and you're flapping over there. Oh, you're swimming again, or you're they're <laughs> flying again, or you're yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um that's a, that's like I, the that's like the the sort of like when you get your flying dream from wish.com. It's it's like okay, you can fly, but you got to like you know, it's like the the Wait, is wish.com a thing? Is that a real yeah, thing? Yeah, it's a, it's like a place where you get like super duper discounted like crap merchandise, including dreams. Yes, including dreams. Power of suggestion. Mm. Imagine if you wish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wish dream wish. I wonder if that's taken like dreamwish.com. Like you could Oh, surely. Some we could come up with something I think unique enough where wish dream. Yeah, you if you, if there's a dream that you want to have, yeah, we we'll sell it to you. It's Ooh. purely the power of suggestion. But we're getting into if, some like Philip K Dick you, territory what, here. What, excuse me? What? <laughs> Come again? Philip what? K. Dick is a uh, science fiction author, and he wrote things like uh, "We'll Remember It for You" wholesale, which Total Recall was was based on. And uh, right, but this doesn't actually. This isn't real science. This is just. This is just. This is more of a snake oil, but not <laughs> snake oil in the sense because we're not we're well, not like pretending that it's like anything but the power of suggestion. But the trick is to, to convince them enough, like that that. See through, it is power of suggestion. That's the whole point. It's a dream, mm-hmm. but but we ritualize it. So by doing these things, like giving us money, you make it more likely. No, we have them do other things. Maybe we provide them with. Well, like no, a, I think they, I think if they uh, put an money audio in it, tape, then they have to like it. financial skin in the game, and that might also Absolutely. that might right. make it you know a lot more real for them. Right, and you have it's, to listen to this tape beforehand, and it has right. a certain you know like wavelength sort of alpha you know whatever the waves are that mm. they, they listen to and then and then of course we whisper in there you're like you can fly you but can you fly to, but you have to flap your arms right right <laughs> just remember flap flap your arms it's really tiring it's gonna kinda, <laughs> it's, it's gonna kind of suck <laughs> it helps if you it helps if you start from a high position stay hydrated <laughs> And you know, and like it could be one of those things like uh, a money back guarantee. So if they don't actually, if they don't actually get the dream after you know a certain amount of length of time, then they get you know something back or something. Yeah, but they have um, to prove it. <laughs> there, there would have to be some. They'd have to pay for shipping because they have to send all the uh, stuff yeah. back. Yeah. And by the time they do that, they don't want to do that because the shipping's going to cost like marginally as much as the thing that they purchased. Uh-huh. So then you're still you're going to still make your money like, like even on the returns. Still- and the the key is we won't like just sell the service. We'll also give them the opportunity to start selling the service themselves. Oh no! Now we're pyramid dreaming. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's what we call the the pyramid dream. In fact, isn't the in the podcast about MLMs called the dream? I think it is. <laughs> I was, I was 
thinking more like we could go into this other direction about, you know, you could start like the equivalent, like a mastermind group around this. Like, so like for an extra amount of money per month, you know, you can, you can have a group meeting with people who are like attempting oh. to have a similar dream and talk about your experience and what works and what doesn't work. And man, by the time they've spent the money, engaged in conversation, listened to tape, they're having this dream. Oh, like there's yeah. no chance yeah. they're not having, right. and if they don't have, and if, if they, they have, have a dream, dream about being in a group talking about the dream, that counts. Like, <laughs> 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 well, I, this has legs, I think. This I think it does, this is, yeah. This, this could definitely... <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I'm enjoying this. Because you could have a separate group for every kind of dream. Like, like... Like yeah, you, you like flying is just the that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, you could yeah. have one about about sailing. You could have mm-hmm. one about you know like uh, being a being an adventure guy or being a lima bean. Being a lima bean. That yes. th- that's a little cliche, but yeah. Well, wait, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why is that cliche? Oh, who hasn't had the dream of being a lima bean? Come on. <laughs> now, pinto bean, that's different. <laughs> We'd start getting letters from people who say, like, like, I, 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 I know you have, like, the whole lima bean group and you have the corn group. Have you considered doing, like, a succotash where we, we could get together? We get them together, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I like the idea of the lima bean dream, but I don't know that I want to get that specific. Do you have just, like, a greater sort of legume like, kind of dream? <laughs> Nowhere I might no, go into do, black eyed pea territory. Oh, that's great. Yes. <laughs> I don't know yes. why he's suddenly a Jewish man from the Bronx. Talking I about like the, the dream piece. there. That sounds that's, great. But can we move out into uh, perhaps something in the, uh, I don't know, bagel? bagel. <laughs> that was you. That was not me. <laughs> Let us go to you. Locks. I think, I mean, there, you, there could be all, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of like if, this. If you, if you can dream it, we can do it. If you <laughs> that's, can dream that's it, our, we can. That's our slogan. If you can dream it, you can dream it. <laughs> if you can dream it, we can make you dream it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can suggest it. You want to be that lima bean? This is where you mm-hmm. start down that road. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you could the, even have the somebody, line of like, dream. It could be like the. It could be even be like the. It could even be like the the diapers. Like you could have a, a dedicated person that they can call. Yeah, a dream talk consultant. Yeah. A dream consultant. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, Bob. <laughs> Got. Uh, yeah, I'm getting ready for bed, and I'd like to really kind of be in the best state of mind for this thing. Yeah, what, you, uh, what, what, what what can we do for you tonight? What what dream yeah. can we are you are you thinking you might want? Well, they'd have to buy one of these rings. They'd have to buy one of these uh, ring yeah, things right? because true. because we have to make sure that their body temperature is at the ideal for uh, sleep. Which is that is a scientific thing. So you know, what's your room? Body what's your ambient yeah. room temperature? What's your like? Let's get you. Let's get let's get you really like in the best possible. Situation. Let's set you for, up for success here, for for dreaming. So we get them like a 
like an electric blanket type thing that that would be no, controlled no, that's too remotely. much liability. Too much liability. Well, uh, no. uh, you know, it, it no. <laughs> top top, you know, temperature wouldn't wouldn't be much, but we would be able to control it remotely. We're like, ah, see, like we we sort of steer them. That seems like a lot of work, though. Temperature. Well, they're paying for this service, and and like this mm-hmm. might be the, the you know the premier concierge service where premier, you, we actually you get put, bespoke we put, body we temperature put Bob in your house. And he, <laughs> yeah. he takes your temperature throughout the night. And it's he's up and in, up and then down in the, the uh, thermostat like, as you go. <laughs> it's like, whoa, a little too hot. And I'm bringing, there you go. And then, but this is the best because to aid with the sense of dreaming, he literally has the fan oh, to yeah. make you feel as like yeah, you're, you're like, flying. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're dreaming, you're a lion bean. I don't know what the hell he's supposed to do. And he can make do. a little whistle like, like Yeah, once you get it, it it works with the flight. Yeah, but I don't know about the the lima bean. Well, that's where we start. You start with the flight. (laughs) That's level one. I think that's like that's yeah, and and then and then we expand from there. Like start with the flight. You know, it's like lima beans like level ten. That's that's like the Model T. You know, it came in black, and that was it. And yeah, and you know, it took took a little bit of time before they they expanded into other colors. So uh, Mm -hmm. it was Henry Ford could do it. I think. Who are we to not think we could do it? I bet you car painters made a killing back then. Don't you think they got confusing though? Like, I'm sorry, are you a carpenter? No, no, I'm a car painter. No, yeah, car painter. I think you're a, you, Eric, so you're yeah. you build houses. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I paint. I, I, I take cars. cars and make them other colors than black. I'm a car painter. That's a carpenter. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vehicle hue specialist. <laughs> Little known fact: Caring uh, uh, Carpenter's grandfather used to paint cars. No, oh, that's that. That <laughs> works. <laughs> that works. That's right. But it got so yeah, confusing. Yeah. He just, and by the same logic, the... so did she. I guess. That's <laughs> 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 um, I'm sorry. What were you saying about car painters? Uh, I was thinking that they made they must have made a killing back when the Model T was the only car. It's because oh yeah, not everybody's going to want the black one. So hey, I can yeah. make that thing red if you want. That was when Earl Scheib was was uh, he was born then I guess. Who's Earl Scheib? I mean, I heard of Earl Scheib. Uh, he's a it was car a, painter. Yeah, it was a, uh, a chain of of uh, auto paint shops no. back in the eighties. No. Like Never heard of it. Yeah. Did, were they were they any good? Uh, apparently, and and they they would pay they would paint your car for what was it thirty nine ninety five. Oh, there's no way like that. that's lasting. Come on, no possible way that paint is staying on longer than a month. You go through a car wash one time, that's gone. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like a, a, a gallon of paint almost costs that much. Like, how is it possible? Even in the eighties, how's oh, I don't, I don't know like what the actual bucks. price was, but it You're was like, the price was something like that where he would buy ninety five, you know, or something like that. I don't know, it was three ninety nine ninety five or whatever, but it was something ninety nine ninety five. Yeah. You can have a new color car every every couple of months if you wanted. That's true. And, and, and why not? That reminds me of um, what was it, Cannonball Run or something where the yes. Uh, Yes. Where the Lamborghini was white 
And yep. then it pulled in and they just sprayed it with water and then it all came off and it was red underneath. Yep. And it was like, well, now it's a red Lamborghini, like in Kansas. Like how, <laughs> how is it that that's disguising anything? Right. The license plate was still the same. Right. And it was still a stinking Lamborghini out Lamborghini. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so it's like, that's, chances are that's the same car. You're looking for, we're looking for a red Lamborghini. Uh, what the, uh, oh, you said red? Oh, okay. There's a white Lamborghini. I, okay, so it's white. Yeah, that, I understand. It's like in the Muppet movie where it's like, we're looking for a rust cutledge Studebaker. We're looking for a bear and a frog and a rust cutledge Studebaker. All I see is a bear in a car and a rainbow colored Studebaker. 